You're listening to the Screeners Podcast Network. From the big screen to the small screen and everything in between, this is the Screeners Podcast, where all media is appreciated, but none is safe. Hello, and believe it or not, welcome to another episode of the Screeners Podcast. Against all odds. Against I don't all believe odds. it. I know. We are here, and since it is almost Valentine's Day, we thought, <laughs> what better time than to talk about our favorite films of 2018? So that's what we're going to do. This is our end of year episode where we're going to talk about our top 10 films of 2018. We're going to talk about some fun other categories, our favorite, our least favorite, and all kinds of good stuff. In addition to the crew that is here, this is Chad. Hi, this is Chris from the Next Trek podcast. I'm Josh, if you remember me. I'm still Daniel. And with us tonight is frequent special guest and co-host of the Next Trek podcast, Mr. Tyler Howitt. How are you doing tonight, Tyler? I'm good. I'm excited to be here. Finally, you know, I've been I've been waiting to talk about these movies and just, you know. We're developing our best of list for 2019. I was going to say, point, I just so. added some movies to that, so we'll see what we'll see. Look, what we had to wait for me to hit 10 movies to put on this right. list. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> that is true. Catch up. One of... One of my great joys of this episode is is trying to see you figure out ten movies that you didn't hate. That <laughs> ten is, movies that, is that I sure. saw. Let's correct. Yeah, well, that. that's true that you saw. And so, what we're going to do tonight is we're going to start off just very briefly and talk a little bit about how we made up our list. You know, sometimes we get very specific about this is our favorite versus what we think is objectively the best, etc. But overall, before we actually do the countdown, let me just ask you guys. I'll open the floor. What did you think about this year in cinema? Was this a strong year compared to others, a down year? Well, for me, I think it was a year of fantastic films. I think there were a lot of incredible films. I was kind of I, I always keep like a running list of of all the movies I see of the year, just kind of have my rankings. And so I, I was kind of looking at it today. And I feel like even down to my top like sixty movies are still or even further down are still movies that are really solid. So I think there's a lot of really, really great movies from this year, but I feel like last year, 2017 um, maybe had a few more like kind of all time great movies. Like on my personal top 10, I feel like 2017's my, my top maybe four or five movies from 2017 are all above my number one film from 2018. If that, if that makes sense. So I don't know, maybe maybe more great, great, great movies from 2017, but tons of great movies overall from 2018. Yes, similar. I I thought uh, I was as Daniel was talking about that. I was looking down at mine. I think yeah, my top 50 plus are still some some pretty decent movies that I'd recommend to people. I I just I had I there were some movies though that were in, are in my top 10. We'll talk about them later. Are just movies that I I do love and I think I'll keep revisiting them and I'll keep talking about. So, um, so my list yeah is is. Just favorites, stuff that I, I really love. They may not win anything at the Oscars. In fact, some of them aren't nominated, but um, just some, some movies that I, I will revisit again and again. Yeah, I don't know that what's being nominated for Academy Awards this year is necessarily yeah. a good metric to determine anyway, but I, I absolutely agree, Daniel, exactly with what you said. Uh, my favorite movie this year, I had three or four movies last year that I think were that I like more. Yeah. But there's just a lot of really good when we at the bottom of my top 10 list, you know, you and I rank and I think you do too, you do too Tyler yeah. on Letterboxd, yeah. you know, on the five-star scale and the last spot or two, maybe even three on my list 
when I was trying to put it together, I called it the Battle of the Four Stars because I had like 25 movies that were all four stars. They were just all really good, but there weren't as many mountaintop uh, yeah. experiences this year. But overall, I think it was really good. Even uh, my top 10, I think only the top four are five stars. Yeah. Okay. I mean, well, that's, you, you guys you are just, have something. You guys are adorable. Like my top 50, top 60 movies are, are all good movies. I mean, have that's, you watched that's 60 just, movies in the last quaint. five years? Uh, five, maybe, maybe. <laughs> so I agree with you in spirit, if not in substance. I was going through the, the release list, and I think, unless I missed some 2018 releases, which I may have, I saw 12 movies released last year. <laughs> um, but in general, most of the ones that made my list, I actually enjoyed. So I, I agree with the spirit of what you're saying. It was a, it was a decent year for movies. All right. So with that stellar start, guys, let's get into our countdown. So what I'll ask each of you to do is just very briefly before you give us your number 10 pick for 2018, just tell us, is this a, a representative of your favorite film or do you try to uh, actually line it up by quality? What is your criteria for putting your list together? So with that, let's get to our top 10 films of 2018. Our goal is to try and crown a screener's best of the year. Hopefully we'll have some crossover towards the end and come to some consensus. I, I doubt, that, doubt that very, <laughs> That's probably very true. seriously. <laughs> probably you invited true. me here to ruin consensus. <laughs> That's right. Be you better believe it. All right, Tyler, you're our guest tonight. So let's start with you. What was your number 10 film of 2018? Well, so my, my list was, I kind of mentioned it, you know, it's it's stuff that I just really loved throughout the year. It's not going to win an Academy Award, and like Chad, you said, Academy Awards this year are, I don't think, representative of really the best of the year anyway. Um, and actually, I've I've, kyle, I've compiled a couple of different lists. Um, one, uh, one's been going on, on on my letterbox for a while, but that one shifts pretty, you know, as I'm, as I'm adding new things into it. I wrote an article for ReadySteadyCut.com, my top 10 films of the year, but this this top 10 list is different now that some of the films are getting out on DVD that I wasn't able to catch. I've been adding some more to it, man. I, I honestly, I, I am, I'm having, I had a blast just getting through and watching some great movies, um, and, and, uh, enjoying every minute of it. So my, my number 10 is, uh, I, Daniel is going to disagree with me right off the bat, but, uh, my number 10 is the wife, um, starring Glenn Close and Jonathan. The wife. Price. Yeah, I absolutely, mm. I loved every second of this movie. Um, Glenn Close is, and again, Daniel's going to seriously disagree with me. I think she gives a quietly powerful performance, and it's a it's a movie about writing, about um, credit, about relationships, about uh, just this the incredible nuances that go into uh, to writing a book, to taking credit for those things. So it's it is uh, it's a fantastic fantastic movie. So you believe that it's more than just the performance that the movie stands on its own. Absolutely, I, I do, I do, and now her performance certainly elevates it and carries a lot of it. But I, I loved every minute of the wife, um, and I was really watching it just for the performance at first because I knew she was nominated, so I thought, well, I'll check it out. And I, I was riveted. Maybe it's because I, I, I'm a writer, I'm a, I'm an English teacher, so maybe just the subject matter spoke to me. But I absolutely loved the wife, and it's, and it's going to go under the radar, um, quite a bit for, for a lot of people. So I encourage you to watch it. Eh. Yeah, so uh, we'll do an Oscar episode later. So uh, later on, uh, coming up here, but uh, so I'll talk more then. But uh, yeah, I just I I think the movie is okay. I think her performance is fine. 
but she's going to win the Oscar for it almost oh, yeah. certainly. And uh, I think that is uh, utterly ridiculous. I don't even think she gives – she's she's not even in my top ten best actress performances of the year. So I think her winning is kind of kind of silly. I think it's just because she's overdue, which she certainly is. Totally agree, and we'll talk about that more in our Oscar episode. But of all the years where I – you know, we say this every year, I try not to let the Oscars – actually anger me mm. this year there, it's yeah. already done i'm mad oh, yeah. and hadn't even started the lord's testing me it's gonna be rough so uh okay chris yes. i am excited to hear what your number 10 is i guarantee you it's probably not the wife so <laughs> take us oh. down the uh methodology of putting together your list this year and give us your number 10 pick Shots these are the fired, film- chris so for me, these are my top 10 enjoyment, the, the, the movies that I had that I really had a great time in the theater. Um, I go to the movies to kind of, you know, escape. Uh, that's what I'm looking for is something uh, truly enjoyable. So that's, that's what I put on my list. Uh, you're not going to find a whole lot of arty fluff here. Nothing. I guarantee you Whoa. nothing on my list Good will, uh, will be fluff. on here. <laughs> but I think... I think um, I think uh, that Tyler's going to like this first pick. It's not on his top 10. I'm absolutely sure of that. But for me, it is. And that is Halloween. I loved Mm. this remake. I Mm. thought it was pitch perfect, super enjoyable. I had a blast in the theater. The the folks that I saw it with were just having such a great time. It was uh, was great. That's my, uh, my number 10. And if anybody wants to listen to more of Chris's thoughts and my thoughts on this yes. one, we reviewed it over at the Next Trek podcast. We did. I loved and, it. I loved yeah. it. I loved it's it fantastic. too. That is certainly better than The Wife. That is a great wow. movie. Uh, I, I And as somebody who doesn't love horror all that much and, and had almost no connection to the franchise, I thought it was great. And I yes. saw it literally the night before my twins were born. So that was a uh, I was wow. in the movie when I got the, the text from you guys that the twins were born. There you wow. go. Wow. Nice, nice. Yeah, as someone who does have a lot of affection for the original and saw it when I was younger, I enjoyed it very much. I wouldn't go as far as you guys to say that I loved it, but I did like it quite a bit. So that's a good pick. Very good pick. All right, Daniel, uh, since Chris has laid down the gauntlet of Artie Fluff, <laughs> let's get to your list. Yes. You know I'm just, you know I'm just that's messing a good with segue. you guys, right? Let, let, let's be clear here. I'm let's, sure there are uh, wonderful films. I just have not uh-huh. seen them. Here's the ones that and, I enjoyed. And, and nor will you ever see them. Let's also continue to be real. So <laughs> Probably. Uh, Daniel, what is uh, your method and number 10 pick? Yeah, as we already talked about, I I keep a running list of all the films I see in a year uh, for no other purpose than I'm just a dork. So, and there it is. So pretty much these are just films that impact me in some way. Films that stuck with me, made an impact on me, moved me, uh, or just movies that I had a blast watching. Um, Any of the, uh, all of the above. I have plenty of, of arty fluff that I will have on this list. But my number 10 pick, Chris has actually seen and enjoyed quite a bit, I believe. That is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. So good. Yes, I think that film is so good. I think it's a breath of fresh air to both animation and superhero genres. Um, It is just hilarious and thrilling amazing animation it's just it's one of the best animated films in a a while and uh, just all around well written and funny it's kind of a movie that everybody can enjoy so i think spider-man into the spider-verse is one of the best movies of the year that will win the oscar right so it better i have a lot of thoughts on that that we will dive into on the oscar episode i'm 
currently predicting it, but I'm nervous. I'm nervous that it won't win. What do you What do you think? The Incredibles. Ralph? Yeah. Incredibles so hey, I think. Hey, I man, think separate episode. It is going to be a separate episode. I'll, I'll talk briefly. I think Disney has a huge presence in the Academy, mm-hmm. and they're just yeah. they're just they win. I mean, there have only been, I believe, I counted the other day, I think it was four times ever since the category started in the year 2000 or 2001 have they, has Disney not won. And so, yeah, and in some way, either Disney or Pixar. And so, yeah, I just, I don't know. They've won everything. They've won everything they needed to. They won uh, the Annie Award. They won the Globe. They won a bunch of stuff, but I'm just kind of nervous that it won't happen. So I I really hope I'm wrong. I'm I'm predicting Spider-Man right now. Very cool. So an animated feature, not Pixar, makes your top ten of the li- of mm-hmm. the year, and uh, that's that's substantial. With this yeah. Many films when was the last seen. time that happened? Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Very cool. All right, Josh. So you, we know you saw at least twelve movies. So give us your method of how you winnowed that down to ten, and uh, give us your number ten pick. So my method is I I start these episode rankings. I approach them roughly the same way I approach a workout. Get to ten get to 10 <laughs> and once i've done that <laughs> then i then i reorder them a little bit then you bit. take a shower then i take a shower yes because <laughs> it's awful i feel like i shouldn't say this out loud but i feel like this year i ranked like chris like i was just going for entertainment value and some of them at the top of the list um could have changed places a little bit but in general it was just was this movie entertaining and number 10 through, I don't know, number 8 or so, I could take or leave on my list, but like I said, I had to get 10. So number 10 is Avengers Infinity War. Oh, oh Josh. Wow, wow. Josh puts a Marvel <laughs> wow. film on his top 10 <laughs> what list. Is yeah, happening? well, it was, it was that I or Game it. Night, Oof. so you choose. Wait. Oh, wow. like Game Night. You didn't like Game I, Night? Did I put Game Night ahead? I didn't put it above Infinity War. Huh. I right now I can tell like the, the the polar opposites that my list is from both Josh and uh, from Daniel. This is hilarious. I can see <laughs> I can see the end of the night and what's, it is um, wait. What's opposite? Oh wait, you mean between Josh and Daniel? I thought you meant. Do you mean your list is polar opposite of Josh and polar opposite of Daniel? So like, right? Hey, English teacher, in don't be getting into the syntax <laughs> yes. of what people are saying. Okay, just roll with you, it. You Let it happen, parse. You should know this, having recorded I feel 50 like I'm, next I'm track sta- episodes. I'm, you cannot parse what Chris is saying from a lot. Let it go. I feel like I'm standing in the equator, and you know, one one way is going to da- go downhill, and the other way is going to go downhill. So, are you just saying? Are you saying that I am the polar opposite of Daniel, and you are the mediator? Because that doesn't work either. Okay, I don't know what's happening. We're on only on number 10 people are you ready for a six-hour episode <laughs> yes no because i am okay okay well that that's that's a good pick josh okay that's that's surprising it's not really but it's, it's kind of surprising it's, respectable. it's surprising it's amazing. that you i guess you saw that did we did you review I, that i on think the show? i saw it for you because i don't think i would have seen it on my own this okay. was earlier in the year ironically okay, enough well, i did not see black panther which was the far better marvel movie of the year mm, from what i've heard mm, yeah. interesting maybe okay Okay. Well, my list is very similar to, or my method, I should say, is very similar to probably, well, it's probably a hybrid between Chris and and Tyler. It's not necessarily just pure entertainment value, but I do typically lean towards films that impacted me in some way emotionally, as opposed to some films that that I appreciate the craft and different things around it. And I can say, intellectually i believe this is a superior film to x but it didn't move me as much and so it may be lower in my list so with that 
You understand that you have objective truth, but also you have emotions is basically what you're saying. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. You are the judge. Let's debate theology now. Got it. At number 10. (laughs) At number 10. Yeah, so my number 10 is a film that's on a lot of people's end of year list much higher. Um, But for me, uh, it landed at number 10, and it had to work its way up to number 10, But even though it's a movie that I I enjoyed quite a bit. And that's The Favorite. Mm. Yorgos Lanthimos is uh, The Favorite. It's probably the most accessible of his movies as far as if if you've never seen Dogtooth or uh, The Lobster or movies that he's done that he's very unique and he has a, a point of view that's very interesting. But the performances in this movie really elevate it. It's dark humor, but it also has a has a lot of things that it's trying to say underneath the surface that are relevant today in society. Um, and it has a performance by Olivia Coleman that is an all timer. I mean, it is mm-hmm. magnificent. And that should be uh, Glenn Close. Really. Absolutely should. Yeah. It, the fact that Glenn Close is going to probably win over Olivia Coleman is a disgrace yeah. and a travesty of the highest order. But I think Josh, this is a movie that you would enjoy yes, actually. So if you sure. get a chance to see the favorite, I think you, I think you would enjoy this. I'm sure a lot of the out. movies on you and Daniel's list. I would enjoy. It's true. Yeah. But, but this one in particular, in I think you would line. probably like, I, I really, uh, so hey, what, what are you saying about my list? Nothing you I'm know saying exactly about you personally, about your not list. your list. You personally wouldn't like this. So. I'm <laughs> no, no, making no, no, it much no, more just, personal. No. Josh <laughs> said he would like your and Daniel's list, but he did. He left out my name. I feel yeah. offended. Josh. You should. You should feel offended. Uh, I I loved the favorite. It it, uh, it landed at number twelve for me. I I, I really really enjoyed it. it. Couldn't crack my top ten, but exactly like you said, the performances just are. So good, really, really so good. take it to another level. But it's also really well written. I did not enjoy The Lobster or what was it? The, the other dog one? Tooth. Yeah. Kill, I didn't see Dogtooth, but I, I didn't enjoy uh, The Killing of a Sacred Deer. Oh, I really liked Killing of a Sacred Deer. I haven't you didn't it like it. It's what are just, these people even talking about? It's just weird. It's just weird. <laughs> uh, Artie Fluff is what I'm Very Artie. Judge. Yes. You would I, I hate. I suspected, but I wasn't sure. You would hate The Lobster and you were, and uh, the Killing of a Sacred I, Deer. No, Josh would like Killing of a Sacred Deer because mm. of what it's based on. I think he would. I think he would. Anyway, so that's where we are. We've made it through number 10 in the first 30 minutes, so I think we're on a good pace, guys. <laughs> wow. So great, guys. <laughs> let's, let's move to our number nine picks. Tyler, back to you. What was your nine, number nine of 2018? My number nine is Ralph Breaks the Internet. It actually talked mm, into wow. the Spider-Verse for me. Uh, I loved it. I thought it was, it was fantastic. It's hilarious. It is... Uh, great pop culture commentary it's for everybody who grew up on the internet and video games i i just loved every moment of it wow what did you you think it's better than the original wreck it ralph yes because i don't remember it okay i agree that it's better than the first one and i really enjoyed it a lot but better than a better animated film than spider-man of the spider-verse that is that's wild only His reason I say finished. that really, and and Into the Spider Verse is my number number fourteen overall. I I only say that, is, and really, I haven't seen it more than once, and I got a fever in the middle of it, and so that kind of overshadowed it a little bit. I, re- I remember loving it, but I you got the, a fever for more cowbell. It's, it's probably what? what it was. No, in the middle of it, I was like, oh, I'm sick, Yikes. and so that was kind of what I was focused on by the last half. Is please don't vomit in the middle of the theater. So I. I loved it, but I wow. had priorities. That's, that's gross. Yeah, I don't yeah. begrudge a man loving something, but uh, you need to see that Spider Verse movie again. I know. We'll just leave it at that. Okay. All right, Chris. What is your number nine? My number nine is Adam McKay's Vice. 
Um, McKay? McKay? Yeah, McKay. Um, yeah, I, I had a great time. I, I really uh, enjoy his mode of storytelling. Uh, and this movie, though horrifying, is also quite enjoyable on a very strange kind of out there way. So I really love the way he he plays with narrative and uh, chronology. And it's just it's it's um, it's kind of crazy to uh, to behold. I'm sure if I went back and saw it again, I might not like it as much. But in the moment, the first run through, um, I, I had a had a really enjoyable time. I didn't really learn anything, but I kind of I, I enjoyed the ride. That Artie Fluff is a very polarizing uh, mm. pick. I know Daniel certainly did not like The Big Short. Yeah. I don't know. don't want to spoil anything on your list, but did you feel similarly about Vice, Daniel? Uh, I liked it a lot better than The Big Short, but I, I just uh, I don't love Adam McKay's directorial fluff. Uh, and yeah. I find it so interesting and yeah, fat. It's I so just, different from anybody else. Too. I loved. I think Vice was really well written, very, very well written, very interesting and intriguing, and a compelling story. But just some Christian of Christian Bale, man, Come yeah, on. Oh, oh, amazing, amazing. But just some he, of the, some of the directorial stuff, just it just didn't. It just it annoyed me more than uh, more than entertained me. I didn't man, like the true. fact that every every other character but him, um, maybe also his wife, were basically just cartoons. Um, yeah. he is super nuanced and, and of course he, you know, Christian Bale acts the heck out of it, but, but everybody else is just a cartoon character. Yeah. I don't know yeah. about that. I, I think Donald Rumsfeld, yeah. I think, uh, Steve Carell does a great job in that role. He oh, is I think he acts both... really well. I, I think he's written as a cartoon character. I think Sam Rockwell's performance as Bush is one of the worst Oscar nominations yes, possibly of the century. I, I can't coming off of the heels of his amazing performance yeah. right. last well, year. Well, <clears throat> let me just say, I, I had a really, really good time in this movie. I enjoyed it immensely. You it lose, is, Chris. Uh, your opinion is wrong. It's unlike... <laughs> no, it's no, unlike I the movie. I loved it. I loved it. It is unlike any other movie. His style is almost immediately recognizable. It's like true. It is like a David Fincher film or, um, you know, some other, other like... just Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson. There you go. Thank you. Like you can just, he has a style and I enjoy that style. So there it is. I don't begrudge the pick. I think you do, but (laughs) let's move on to Daniel. What is your number nine? Uh, Back to more arty fluff. Number nine. I've got black Panther. Uh, I think, (laughs) I think black Panther is uh, especially upon rewatch. It is it is easily one of the best Marvel films uh, ever. I think it is so good. Um, it really feels fresh and distinct. It feels uh, in in a lot of important ways different than than a lot of Marvel movies. I think uh, Kill, Jor- Michael B. Jordan's performance as Killmonger is easily the best villain in any uh, Marvel film yet. Um, so yeah, I, I think it is a fantastic, fantastic film and uh, definitely one of the best of the year. That's crazy talk, but okay. That's not <laughs> at all. And the score, I mean, yeah. the, the score oh, is one of the best on, so of the year easily. Pro- actually, I think it is my favorite score of the year. I think it is amazing. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. Easy, easy. You have drunk the Kool-Aid. I don't agree, okay. though. It is good. So good. It is good. No, I agree. I definitely. It was one of my four stars. Uh, it's you know. fine. The movie's yeah. fine. It's fine. It, it is. Was, it's fine. I will it's say it's, it's one behind Into the Spider-Verse for me. It's number 15. Sure. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, in the theme of not begrudging people their picks, uh, Josh, let's go to you. What is your number nine? (laughs) Wow. Okay. My number nine is not necessarily a movie that I enjoyed as a movie because 
surprise, surprise, I have no connection to the franchise or the original, but it was my daughter's first theater movie, and she was sitting on my lap the whole time, and it was just fun. My number nine is Mary Poppins Returns. Yes. Nice. Also, because my awesome. 11 and 12 just could not be part of my top 10. so <laughs> I thought when you were saying no connection to the original, you were going to say Halloween, and then you, you got to my daughter was sitting on my lap, so I was like, well, maybe. <laughs> Josh's parenting skills are just a little. Don't judge my parenting. I'm trying to introduce her to the real world. <laughs> That's a good pick. I enjoyed that movie very yeah. much. Yeah, it's great. Very, yeah, very it's, much. it's good. It's a good film. All right. Well, my number nine is a movie that was one of my one of the most enjoyable theatrical experiences for 2018, and that is A Quiet Place. Hmm. Um, I absolutely love this movie. I loved the the way that it is, the way that it uses silence. I think John Krasinski really shows off a lot of potential behind the camera. Uh, I think the performances are really good. I think Millicent Simmons is really excellent. It's not a perfect movie, but when I was looking back over what films really, really impacted me in some way in the theater, there's just no way I could leave that one off the list. So for me, it's A Quiet Place. Have you rewatched that one? I have, and it was worse the second time, for sure. When When I left, when I left the theater originally for the next week or so I was thinking man this could be in my top five of the year um, and then I, I bought it and watched it again when I got got it home and it's it's not doesn't hold up as well but that first time theatrical experience I couldn't I couldn't deny the power of of what it was it and plus was... you know you can't be surprised again and so that's the kind of movie yeah. that on a first viewing it's really that's that's where the sweet spot is so maybe by that criteria it probably falls off of some people's list but for me I had to reward it for what it was the first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it was in my top five for most of the year. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so that takes us to our number eight. So back to you, Tyler. What is your number eight? Uh, definitely Artie Fluff, Leave No Trace, uh, which is just uh, a quiet, uh, speaking of a quiet place, it's a quiet, um, pensive film about a father and a daughter who uh, are just kind of like trying to live off the grid, but they're not really allowed to. It, there are some fantastic performances. Ben Foster does an amazing job. Thomas and McKenzie is uh, we're, she's honestly, and I know people, other people are saying this. She's she could be the next Jennifer Lawrence. She's so um, so excellent, and Leave No Trace is just a, an impactful, meaningful film. It Very is, good. yeah, yeah, really, really that's great. A, that's a great pick, great movie. Uh, not a lot of people have seen that. I think it's on Amazon really, Prime now. Yeah, they really should check it out if they get a chance to. It's uh, right, one Chris. of the best reviewed movies on Rotten Tomatoes ever. Still, I think at it's 100%. still a hundred percent, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris, let's go yeah. to you. What is your number eight? So movies that surprise me in a positive way definitely made this list. And this next movie, I know you guys are probably going to crap all over, but I could not believe how much I enjoyed this movie. Uh, and that is a film called A Simple Favor. Did you guys see oh, I didn't see it yet. Ugh. Wait a second. It's Daniel so is scoffing Ugh. at you. Wait it's it's wonderful. Is this it's the absolute... movie I think it is. Ugh. Anna Kendrick and Blake Lively. That's yes. exactly the movie yep. I think it is. Paul Feige. <laughs> it is honestly, it is fantastic. And I was it, it, it surprised the heck out of me. So absolutely. Uh, a simple favor. If you've not seen this movie and you enjoy Continue uh, smart to not see this movie. thrillers. <laughs> you should see. So what a did you like favor. about it, Chris? What was what was it that made you like it so much? It felt, it felt a lot like Gone Girl. Um, it felt Ugh. a lot like Damn. all the better reason to avoid it. Wow! Wow! No! 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 So I love Gone rude, Girl, sir. So I'm scoffing rude. at the comparison. Oh, okay. Okay. I, 
I think it is. I think it's in in that wheelhouse. It is. It's a smart thriller. It is um, fun and funny, and also uh, I thought very clever and and interesting. So for me, I I I honestly wasn't. So I so here's the thing. My expectations were very very low, and when this thing I felt like knocked it out of the park, I was very surprised. So uh, I enjoyed it. There it is, number eight. A simple favor. Paul wow, Feige. surprise! Yes. Daniel just fired you from this episode. Yeah, Daniel scoffed so many times. I think he almost choked over there. So. Yeah, it was it was very rude. I I feel I'm sorry, like Chris. I'm sorry. My gosh! Wow. I Man. apologize. Sam Rockwell. I this mean, is George twice in a row where Daniel has mocked you for your picks. Chris. I did not I mock twice. This is this is the reason why did. I, I said did. the you know the 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 artsy fartsy stuff is uh, because this is kind of the reaction that I was expecting. And trust well, me, Chris, hey, you got a hey. safe podcast over with me. It's fine. Thanks. You know? Oh man, Tyler, See? you're. You're the better Howitt. Oh. <laughs> I've known that for a while, but that's thanks for saying. I did not scoff Vice. I will scoff a simple favor all day long, but I didn't scoff Vice. Simple favor is great. Did you see a simple favor, Chad? Yeah, you haven't said anything. I have not seen it yet. Oh no. man. Okay. All right. You're in for a treat. I know exactly how Chad is going to feel about a simple favor. Watch uh, well, it. Watch it. Watch it with your wife. I think okay. you'll. I think you in guys will dark. have a good time. <laughs> I will do that. I will do that and report back. All right, Daniel, we're uh, we're to the number eight. What is your number eight pick? I I am truly back to the arty fluff uh, for my next few picks here. And so yeah, number eight, I have a movie called Blind Spotting. I I think this movie was a huge surprise for me as well. Uh, it's just. It's it really blends tone really well. It's hilarious comedy, super super funny. Uh, but then it's also yeah, thank you. But then it's also <laughs> got tons of great social commentary. Uh, so it's just got a lot to say. It's really well made, uh, and not a lot of people have seen it. And so that's, that's super sad. But it is a fantastic film that I highly recommend. Wow, <sighs> Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, touche, touche. All right, blind spotting. Good Chad, did you watch there. blind spotting? Uh, yes, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Right. I did. I did. That's a very good pick. Not a lot of people have seen that either. See, there's. Yeah. It's on my list, yeah. but I haven't gotten to it yet. Yeah, yeah, it's very good. All right, Josh, to you. What is your number eight? Well, starting at number eight, I'm going to try to keep my um, picks to the length that we need to go if we're going to get through ten in the next <laughs> five hours. Good so luck. my your, number your little pick, preamble there was a pretty long <laughs> yeah preamble. I know like, so dude, yeah just, Josh in the time that the you, it took you to explain this I feel like we could have saved a lot of time I mean to be fair yeah, I actually done agree. That it's it's already you Chad's to turn. explain you didn't yeah. hear it because you were talking over it but <laughs> I'm done now this is why people this is why you listen to this podcast is for this you're welcome Josh <laughs> for for those of you who didn't hear me while Daniel was talking my number eight pick is Roma oh wow Roma I have not seen that yet Josh I am. I know you want to keep it short, but I am very interested in your thoughts on Roma. My thoughts. I, so Roma is on again. We're still on the level on my list where it's just 11 and 12. Couldn't make it onto the top 10. So I liked Roma. Roma was one of those movies where on the other hand, I watched it for a long time and it felt like stuff happened, but not a lot happened if you know what i mean like the pacing was such that it was it was a one of those slice of life movies where the lives actually did have drama in them but the drama was presented in such a way that it it felt very slow and okay. i don't know whether whether that even makes sense at all but it was 
it was a good movie. It's also hard to be drawn into a movie that is both black and white and you have to read. There's those two things put together make it make it a little difficult to engage me, I guess, along with the pacing of the movie. Um, but okay. overall, for the, the artsy movie that it was, it was it was very good. Okay, okay, that's interesting. That's very interesting. I, maybe we may hear about Roma a little bit yes, later. Let's. I want to hear someone else's opinion on it. Yeah, Chris's my... particularly. <laughs> Chris. <or you? gasps> <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, my number eight is also blind spotting. I love that movie. Wow. Uh, I, I tweeted this out, and I know Daniel will disagree with this, but for me, blind spotting was superior to Black Klansman. Mm. Now, I think Whoa. Black Klansman is a superior film. Again, we're talking about as far as the way it was made and maybe some of the performances, but as far as how I was emotionally impacted, blind spotting for me moved the needle more than Black Klansman did. And for all the reasons that you said, Daniel, it's hilariously funny while at the same time uh, talking about some very serious things without beating you over the head yeah. with it. And there, there's a thing that happens... And I'm not going to spoil it, but there's a thing that happens at the end of this film that doesn't really, it kind of breaks the the fourth wall a little bit. And some people have seen that and they completely reject it. But for me, that took this movie to an even higher level. It was one of the most powerful scenes of any film I've seen this year. Mm. Uh, and so I, I, I love blind spotting and I really wish more people would, would get out and see it. It was a passion project by these uh, two main characters in real life. They've, they've been working on this for, for a few years and the director uh, had directed some music videos for these guys. So anyway, it's great and you should absolutely see it. So nice. uh, with that, let's go to number seven. So Tyler, back to you. What's your number seven? My number seven is mission impossible fallout. It is a, it's, I think it's the best entry in the entire franchise. Everything in the entire film is just turned right up to 11. It's emotional. It's excellent action. It's fun. I, I absolutely loved it. I think it was um, – I, I can't wait to see where the film series is going to go. So I think it's a, a great, great film. Yeah, and did you mm. guys see that Chris McQuarrie is directing the next two? Back-to-back, back, right? That's crazy. Back-to-back, back. Yeah. yeah, it's happening. So he will oh, have that's exciting. Four. I had not heard that, but that is exciting. He, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I have a feeling we're going to hear from that one again uh, a little later. So with that, Chris, what about you? What's your number seven? Alex Garland, I did not particularly enjoy. I mean, Ex Machina was fine, um, and I, I enjoyed it for what it was. But I had a great time with Annihilation. It's one of those movies that you can really so talk artsy. about afterwards and um, dissect. Great sci-fi in that there are literally you can come away from that movie and have seen something completely different than the person you saw the film with. Mm. Uh, and I think that's uh, pretty spectacular. I know it was also divisive. Some people absolutely hated it, but I enjoyed my time with annihilation. That was a great that's movie. A, and I support you. That is a great movie. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, Daniel. <laughs> he doesn't mean that though, Chris, but I actually do mean I do. that. I, I support mean you. Daniel, uh, what, what number was that on your list? Uh, oh. I, I liked it a lot. It was, uh, I don't know what number it was. It was, it was, it was, uh, I think in my top, Top thirty, but those are all fantastic movies. Annihilation is great. It was good. It was yeah. twenty for me. Yep, it was good. Yeah. Okay. Very good pick. Cool. All right. So Daniel, let's go to you. What's your number seven? 
My number seven is a movie that I, I honestly feel like I'm very surprised didn't make a bigger dent in the Oscar race. And, and I, I don't hear people talking about maybe it's because of an early release. That's You Were Never Really Here uh, with Joaquin Phoenix. It so is good. a really relentless and brutal movie. And it's kind of uncomfortable. It's kind of haunting in some weird ways. But it is Joaquin Phoenix gives an amazing performance. The cinematography, the score it is just so intriguing and and um really fascinating film so i i watched it back in march i think is when it came out and i haven't been able to uh forget about it since so yeah you were never really here is my number seven very good pick have any of you other guys seen that i saw it i loved it that had some of my favorite scenes of the year Mm -hmm. in it but overall i don't i didn't connect with it as much as i would have wanted to but I really did appreciate it very much. And it's you're right, it's very brutal. Uh, there's a scene in there on a kitchen floor that I think mm. is really oh. unexpected and yep. very, very cool uh, and good. But, um, yeah, I know a lot of people love that, and I'm, not, and I'm probably a little bit more cool, but it's still, it's still a good pick. So that takes us to you, Josh. What's your number seven? My number seven is, since this movie did not do anything for me on the summer box office list, I'm going to put it here, too, because you can't stop me. My number seven is a documentary. The documentary we all need. Won't you be my neighbor? Love it. Won't you be Love it. my neighbor. That's right. a great pick. Josh, ex- tell us how it moved your cold, dead heart or how your heart grew two sizes. That Chad, I'm anything. trying to keep this episode under three hours. <laughs> it's not gonna and you're warning well me at every turn. Mr. Rogers was and a beautiful man and led a beautiful <laughs> life. And that is my answer. <laughs> well, if I'm completely honest, it was several months ago. So... Mr. Rogers is just a wonderful person and the country needs more of him. And I remember little from the movie other than Mr. Rogers is fantastic. The end. Yep. Number seven. So for me, uh, I've actually going to have matched Daniel last time and I'm going to match Chris this time. My number seven is Annihilation. I have some very good friends who are cinephiles, and they absolutely hate this movie. They hate it, which I don't understand. I mean, I I get why some people don't fully love it, but for me, just the first, as far as creating a sense of place and tone and just a sense of foreboding, it was just phenomenally good and i just i loved annihilation i know it's not for everybody but for me it was one of the best of the year for sure that takes us now to our number six so back to you tyler what's your number six my number six is also a quiet place i don't know where you guys placed it but we've we've already said that once and i i really loved it it is one now i haven't rewatched it so um unlike some of you guys i i haven't um, I haven't had to rethink, you know, whether it's as good the second time around. But honestly, I'd compare it to an M. Night Shyamalan film, which I love, and uh, just everything about uh, it. Early is, Shyamalan, right? Uh, true. Yeah, yeah, a good a good Shyamalan. And, uh, yeah, but everything about it. John Krasinski, Emily Blunt, uh, the entire cast just just sells it completely, and the sound design is, is out of this world. It might be the best theater experience I had this year, just because it came out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, it's great. That's great. All right, Chris, that takes us to you. What is your number six? My number six is A Quiet Place. Wow. Um, Nice. Yeah. So, I mean, I think we've already covered it pretty well, but I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a uh, 
just really, I mean, from the silo sequence to the opening bridge scene to uh, the the actual ending of the film, which was heart-wrenching, um, I think they did a great job of setting the tone. And um, yeah, it was, it was a great, great movie. So I, I enjoyed it. I had a great mm. time in A Quiet Place. All right. So at this point, Annihilation is on two of our lists and yes. now A Quiet Place is on three. So as it stands right now, A Quiet Place is in the lead, which takes us to... Go ahead, Daniel. I don't know about Josh, but uh, I think I think that's going to be where A Quiet Place ends uh, its run here. I I don't know. I wish I had uh, I wish I had liked the movie as much as you guys did. I just really I think it's a perfectly fine movie, but uh, I I really just couldn't love it. I liked it. it I think uh, Chad said something about showing a lot of directorial promise. I definitely see that, but I just I don't know. I couldn't dive into it as much as you guys did, but it's good. Daniel, since you're crapping all all of our picks, why don't you take us uh, to the true number six? Yes, enlighten us. Thank you for putting it that way. Yeah, no number. <laughs> my number six is American Animals. Uh, I think that might be my biggest surprise of the year. I went in really kind of blind to this movie, and really, I was I was taken off guard. I I, I didn't know what to expect, and it really blew me away. I, I I'm still so surprised at how good the movie was. So. I don't know if, how many of you guys have seen it, but it just blends narrative and yeah. documentary in a really unique way that I've I've not really seen before. So loved it. Uh, highly recommend it. It's fantastic. It's a really okay. great movie, and I totally yeah. forgot about it until this very moment. So <laughs> I'm a little bummed. So yeah, no, that's a great that's a great pick, Chris. Yes. Tell us what your number six is. Then, uh, that would be or Josh. It, did we already do that. Where did my list go? Holy crap. Oh, sorry. So, Josh, <laughs> tell us, what is your number six? All right. So, my number six is one of those movies that it's good we're recording this in February because I had a time to actually finish this movie and watch it. Um, it got a theatrical release in 2018, so it counts. It is a Netflix movie, The Coen Brothers, The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Nice. Okay. It, was, it was a fun watch. It um, As an anthology movie which is you know unique in probably every well obviously every other movie that's on my top 10 list um some of the stories were better than others but it was a it was a very unique unique narrative setup and the coen brothers are always always good for a laugh that's also a somewhat polarizing film not a lot of people have been giving that a lot of love did uh you guys like that one i, I like it yeah, yeah. It's okay. it's three out of the is it six six sections yeah. of it or is it five? Yeah, three six, out of the yeah. six were out of this world and and three were good. Okay, well, my number six is if Bill Street could talk, and oh, I haven't seen it yet. this is a movie that it's hard to describe. It's based on the uh, the book by James Baldwin of the same name. It's a love story, but through the lens of some, and I don't want to spoil too much, but some injustice that happens to this young black couple in the seventies. And it is the most romantic and visually kind of sumptuous movie that I saw uh, all year. It has one of my favorite scenes ever. There's a moment where the families interact over some news that is going on and it's unbelievably powerful. I don't love it as much as a lot of people do. The score is one of my favorite. There's a scene in here in the middle of this movie where the score it made me tear up just hearing it. It's just mm-hmm. it's really wonderful. Uh for me, I think this is better than Moonlight. I know a lot not a lot of people share that opinion, but for me, I like this better than Moonlight and was my number 6 of the year. Just a a really great movie. 
why why is it a comparison to Moonlight? Is it the same director? Same director. Okay. Yep. Same director. It's his follow up. He from the success of Moonlight, he was able to it's a passion project. He was able to write and direct this movie. So it's it's really I very good. Fully agree with it being better than Moonlight. I loved this movie. It I think it's my number thirteen. Like it just kinda was very close to my top ten. Loved it. Agree with everything you said. So good. Yeah. Yeah, it's strong. All right, well, that takes us now to our top five. We're in the home stretch, only two hours to go. <laughs> Tyler, what is your number five? The favorite. The favorite is so good. It is, and this is. I have not seen anything else by this director either. Although I would like to after after seeing this. Though I've been warned that they're not like, yeah, they're not really comparable. Uh, but it's it's really a, it's pitch perfect script. It is excellent period filmmaking and three, just magnificent performances from all three lead women. Could not agree more. Josh, see that movie. I think you're going to like it someday. All right, (laughs) Chris, what is your number five? Right. So I don't know if it was you that recommended this Chad or someone else in my circle uh, of friends. I can't remember, but it was a film that completely I missed in the theater. And as soon as it came out to rent, um, somebody recommended it and I was like, yes, okay. That sounds like a movie I would like. And man, it was great. Uh, it is a movie called Upgrade. Did you guys oh, see Upgrade? So good. It is the yeah. better version. I also saw Venom this year. It is the better version of, of, of Venom. Upgrade is a blast. It is so much fun. Yeah. It is uh, like a smaller independent film. So there's definitely corners that are cut. Um, but man, it is it is a full ride. It is, it's really great. Um, so yeah, that's it. Number five for me, Upgrade. And that came out earlier in the year, right? Mm-hmm. I think it was the summer. Uh, June. The summer. summer. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It was a I huge surprise. Not, I haven't had a chance to see that yet, but I, it's in my... Really? Uh, it's a it's, blast. Yeah, it's, it's, I definitely have heard nothing but good things. It's about. really interesting. It, it's really it's really good. I mean, it, 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 it as soon as I, I'd seen that, and then I saw the, the previews for Venom, and it's kind of like a similar, you know, you've got a like voice Robo-Cop in your head. It's kind of like Robocop, too. Yeah. Yeah, but RoboCop doesn't have a voice in his head that you can hear that's oh. narrating and like telling him where to go and stuff. Upgrade has does, that, and it's I think it's done Venom much do better. Yeah, Venom, you can he mm. anyway. Yeah. Tom Hardy's character can hear the Venom symbiote. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Our review of Venom was was uh, Daniel and I. Neither one of us could really figure out what in the heck Tom Hardy was doing with that. Character. I think I was in that. That was a, were was you a in that one feature? too, Tyler? And, and I and yeah. it was like we're going to talk about Venom for about thirty seconds, and then we'll move on to whatever the other thing was. We yeah, reviewed was, that and A Star Is Born. That's what and it was. Oh, a fascinating right. comparison. <laughs> <laughs> I am I am amazed yeah. at how 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 well Venom did at the box office. It did oh, yeah. really it well. It. Yeah, it killed wild. it absolutely. I don't know why, but yeah. Upgrade is a far superior film in yeah. just about every single way. I would say outside of Aquaman making the money that it has made, crossing the billion-dollar mark, Venom is probably the biggest box office surprise of the year. Aquaman's um, fun, guys. Come on. Yeah. That's a fun No, idea. no, yeah, but I'm saying nobody expected it to make that much money, so that's crazy. No, 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 yeah. All right, cool. So let's go to you, Daniel. What's your number five? Number five is Mission Impossible Fallout. I uh, I loved this movie so much, more than we should ever love a sixth entry in a film franchise. Yep. <laughs> I think it <laughs> An is... An action franchise. Yes, yeah, great, yes. It is, it's phenomenal. It is the best entry in the whole series. And again, even though there were six movies in, I cannot wait for more yep. 
I, I think it's phenomenal. I think it is so well made. Some of the best stunts, best visuals, some of the best cinematography of the year, one of the best fight sequences of all time. Uh, I, I just I love the movie so much. Yeah, I was bummed that I missed the review of this one because you and Chris went off on the on how phenomenal this movie yes. was and super hyperbolic about how it was <laughs> the greatest action film of the last 25,000 no, years. Neither of us such. said that. Neither I'm pretty sure that. you said exactly that. Um, <laughs> Sounds, legit. Li- Sounds legit. I liked it a lot. I liked it a lot. But for me, and I know this is unpopular, I don't care. I still like Rogue Nation a little bit better. Um, no but I, I love Fallout. I love Rogue Nation. Yeah, I do. I do like Fallout quite a bit. So, all right, Josh, cracking the top five. What's your number five? I have confidence that no one will have anything to say about my number five pick, which is Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, wow! Number five. Wow. Better than Won't You Be My Neighbor? Wow. Interesting. Yeah, I don't like. I said uh, several of my movies are somewhat interchangeable when you get toward the top of my list. Remy right. Malik is is a little bit of an oddball when you hear him interviewed, but. He was he was great in the movie. Yeah, that movie's not getting a lot of love as a movie, but his performance obviously is. Daniel, Tyler, you guys kind of got silent on that. I, can t- <laughs> I guess you don't really like that movie very much. No, as the well, movie- they, no, they're just trying to keep this episode under a day long. <laughs> well, the, yeah. the, it's a controversial uh, it's a controversial film. Uh, you know, director been accused of a lot of stuff, uh, and so yeah, it's just uh, interesting. And it's yet a, he keeps making movies. So he keeps fine. making movies, uh, oh, okay. but. As a movie, it is it's it's uh it's always entertaining watching Queen do their thing. So uh, and Rami Malek is is pretty pretty decent. So yeah, who directed it? I don't even know. Brian Singer. Brian, Brian Singer. Singer. Oh. Google it. Left the project at the end. Yeah, he was he was fired from the project. It's it's a whole thing. Yeah. Okay. Well, my number five is also a repeat, and that is Leave No Trace. Uh, this was the second feature by Deborah Granick, who directed Winter's Bone, which is a movie that I loved. And my only hope is that she doesn't wait so long between films as right? she did between the first two. This movie is stunning and quiet. The performances are, it's a slow burn in the, the best of way. It's heartbreaking to see a, a father and a daughter who the father obviously is mentally ill in some way. And his daughter is just trying to help them all keep the family unit together while growing up in kind of a coming of age way and trying to be her own person. It's just filled with beautiful moments and great performances. And this is a movie that I don't, I know very few people that have seen this movie and I really think that they should take the time to to search it out because it's excellent in every single way. I love it. Leave no trace. I recommend it to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So and now we're and it's PG, I think. By the way, which is shocking. Maybe PG thirteen. Yeah. But like, no, it's PG. You're right. It's great. It is PG. Yeah. All right. That takes us now to our number four. So let's go back to you, Tyler. What's your number four? It is. Won't you be my neighbor? I seriously loved it. Like I challenge you to to find another more heartwarming film of the year. It, it just is. It brings back all the memories of childhood and and just um and not in any kind of a a gotcha way for, you know, I was, I was really hoping, you know, there wasn't going to be some, some little tidbit or insinuation about uh, Mr. Rogers. It just was, it was just everything good about him. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. The, I still remember the end of that movie where it was deadly quiet and everybody was just crying. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was really, really quite special. All right. Uh, Chris top four. What's your number four? First man. This is, 
an amazing film. I don't, I, I've, I've heard mixed things about like it not being nominated for stuff or whatever. I don't know why it wouldn't be. I think yeah. Ryan Gosling is amazing in this movie. Uh, the, the moments, uh, particularly one of the early, not earlier, I guess it's kind of midway through. There's a rocket um, oh. sequence that takes place just in the cockpit it doesn't cut so away good. it is one of the most claustrophobic terrifying thrilling sequence in film in a very long time I, yeah this this movie is it's 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 crazy it is it's really well done and um i, I really i had a good time in first man so that's my number four i think the most important thing that could be said about first man is that it's obviously better than la la land wouldn't you agree chris Yes, yes. No Damien Damien Chazelle here no doubt. Um, is uh, it proves See you guys, it's been can, fun. <laughs> it proves to me that 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 you know he has a wide range. I mean, Whiplash, the yeah. the La La Land, and this movie. I mean, could oh, there yeah. be three different right. types of films? Yeah. Um, so anyway, I. I mean, First Man was so good, guys. I love it. It was really it, I think good. a lot of people, uh, to, you were talking about, it's gotten kind of, not. I wouldn't say mixed at all. I think critics rave about the film all, all across the board. I think a lot of audiences have a hard time with the slowness. They expect it to be this big celebratory, rah-rah, patriotic um, you know, sort of thing, but it's more, it's very subtle, very it's introspective. Inter- yes, and I think yeah. a lot of people have a hard time with that. And yeah, it's it's great, phenomenal. I, yeah, I was, I was at first, I wasn't, I wasn't, didn't know what to expect, yeah. but as soon as it started going, I was like, oh, this is, this is what yeah. we're doing. And it is wonderful. It yeah. is a wonderful movie. So, anyway. Yeah. And I, you know, as much as the critics raved about it, it sure did get shut out of almost all awards. Yeah. And yeah I don't I understand that thoughts. at all. Yeah. yeah. I don't understand that at all. Like Ryan Gosling is fantastic in this movie. Uh, and, and I think the directing is just I mean, Next the level. Choices I, I think fantastic. it's the box office. I think. I mean, it, it bombed at the box office. It just. I think people didn't go to see it, so it didn't generate any buzz, and it just kind of. And sad. I mean, it got a lot of lot of uh, craft nominations, um, and and it'll win some, but yeah, above the line, it got literally nothing. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So let's go to you, Daniel. What is your number four? My number four is the same as Tyler's. Won't you be my neighbor? I've seen this movie three times now. Um, It moves me more than any other movie of the year. Uh, Literally to tears every single time I watch it. Uh, Just seeing the way Mr. Rogers loves people. I want to love people that way. I want to be that type of empathetic um, person. And I'm literally getting emotional right now thinking about it. I just love that movie so much. I think it is... It's not just... uh, like an ode to the man the movie itself feels empathetic the movie itself feels like it exudes just love for humanity so i i think it is a phenomenal documentary it is it's so good an incredible incredible film i can't believe i haven't seen it yet you guys dang it i'm telling you and honestly daniel a really good way for you to start trying to be that kind of man would be stop crapping on all our picks just just gonna throw that out there as an option just gonna say that's one way. <laughs> I totally agree about that. And this is probably the best time for me to say this. I always, I love documentaries and I always include them in my top 10. And there were two documentaries this year that would have been in the top five for me. And I just, 
it pushed all the other narrative films out, so I didn't put them in my list. Because <laughs> I, wow. I just couldn't compare them, and Won't You Be My Neighbor is one of them. Wow. Uh, I thought that was going to be... I was waiting to hear it yeah. higher up on your list. Well, that's the thing, and so when I go through my rankings, five stars, and I had a four-and-a-half and a, a five-star documentary experience, and one of them was Won't You Be My Neighbor, and the other one, I'll just <laughs> tell you now because it's not on my list, uh, was Free Solo. Oh, I haven't That seen movie... So have good. you guys seen Free Solo? Oh, yeah. So I saw that in IMAX and I lit and I don't care who knows it. I'm not ashamed. It's it's about a you know, it's about a free solo climb on a mountain face that has never been free soloed and should never be and could never be, you think. And then this thing happens without giving away. And I literally broke into tears at the end of it. The, The physical achievement that you are seeing is breathtaking that movie is magnificent uh but it's a documentary and so i took it out on my list so anyway but you should chris you would love free solo i've heard nothing but amazing things about that movie and i desperately you, want to see you it. that's a movie you need to see in imax love it. and it's it's, yes. it's still playing in imax i it might be playing near you right now it's it's yeah. it's really worth you need to see it in theaters. It it's gonna be different absolutely it's yeah. gonna be different at home like you have yeah. to see it in theaters yeah, to go out of your way to see it because it's absolutely worth it. So I'll do my best. All right, cool. So, Josh, uh, what is your number four? My number four is <laughs> so there's there's a director, and if you know me, you you probably know who this director is by now from 2018. He made a movie that was the the purest expression of who he is as a director, and that movie is Wes Anderson's Isle of Dogs. Like if could a movie be any more Wes Anderson? I I'm not sure that it could be. I think he has reached peak Wes Anderson, and it's all downhill from here. I like Wes Anderson, so it's my number four. Yeah, it's a great movie, great pick. And yeah. I thought it was fine. Yeah, yeah, I liked it. It's great. I liked it. Yeah, I went out of my way to not see that movie. <laughs> I know you did. Which that's Pete Chris Farrell, yeah, right? That's right. There. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right, that takes us to my number four, and this was, for me, not my biggest surprise of the year, but I was the most surprised that it was this high on the list because I made fun of Daniel when he was told us how excited of the trailer he was, and this is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Yes. It's my number four movie of the year. This yes. movie, I, I kept trying to, when I was whittling it down, I would say, so was spider did i enjoy spider-man more than i enjoyed annihilation yeah right so i was just going through all these things and it made it all the way up to number four for all the reasons that have already been said it's so different it's so exciting it's unique it is gorgeous it's all the different techniques that they used are just they all work the story is great so i love absolutely love it i cannot wait to see this again and again and again and again and it has my favorite moment of the year which i shared on the podcast and we were talking about it at the end of the movie where my six-year-old jumped up and was like fake web slinging everywhere like he was spider-man and oh it's just the greatest so yeah it's it's my number four and i absolutely love it so good so all right guys we're uh we're in the home stretch for real now top three time so let's go tighter what's your number three black klansman so good uh it just it's timely it's important it's deeply unflinching and just in your face about its subject matter uh it, i i would really say it's it's required viewing for every american right now black landsman and yeah, it's hilarious it's a good movie it's great like yeah. my my most the 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 hardest i've laughed in the theater this year was was in that 
Oh, okay. Wow. All right. Chris, what about you? Top three. What's number ready, three? Ready Player One. Um, what? I am surprised this is not further. I was convinced this was going to be your number I one. Know, yeah, I one. know. I know. Ready Player One is was so much fun. And I, it will probably be the movie that I watch the most because it'll be something I want to enjoy with my kids when they're old enough to, to watch this kind of film. Um, but I, yeah, uh, this, this movie is, it is Chris Farrell, the movie. Um, it really is but there were there are two other films that just barely in fact i mean i guess really these three films could be kind of um the, the trilogy around. of chris yeah Farrell. yeah they, they but this one this one uh i just decided to put it number three so there it is ready player one so i have yet good. to revisit ready player one oh man but i'm going to i'm going to it is so great it is so great i've watched it i don't know how many times i've, I've watched it on airplanes and pieces yeah. of it here there is there a and... there's a podcast called the q a yes and the episode on ready player one with that screenwriter is excellent awesome. I, I totally recommend that it gives you a, a different and a new appreciation for that film and how it came together it's that really podcast cool. is fantastic and that episode yeah. is really 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 great. good yep, yep. All right, Daniel, top three time. You saw 6,000 movies last year, 6, so 000. top three is rarefied air for you. What's number yep. three? Uh, number three is a movie that when the trailer came out, I sent it in this, our Slack channel and said, what are the chances this is my favorite movie of the year? It's not my favorite movie of the year, but it's darn close. That is eighth grade, a movie tailor-made for my awkward little heart. Yeah, yeah I, that movie is so good. It's so... awkward and uh sweet and it's a coming of age film that's not nostalgic uh it's 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 for now it's for kids who are teens now with everything that comes along with that and um it's just so relatable and and really charming elsie fisher is a star and yeah i just i love that movie a lot it's criminal she didn't get an academy or nomination she's great it's yeah, the swimming pool scene in that movie is the most uncomfortable yep. I've been all year. Yep. It's just unbelievable. Unbelievable. That's a great pick. All right. So we're down to Joshua. Josh, number three. My number three, believe it or not, matches Tyler's number three, Black Klansman. Yes. All right. Nice. For most Solid. of the reasons he uh, pointed out. It was not the hardest I've left in the theater all year, although it was funny. We'll get to that later. Mm. Okay. Okay. Adam Driver, I think, is magnificent. So good. In yeah. that in He that really film. is. There, no doubt. There's some plot points I have about that movie that I think we covered during the actual episode where we reviewed it. But yeah. but it was a great movie overall. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, my number three is a movie that really snuck up on me and uh, I was a wreck at the end of this movie, and it's a film called The Rider. It's directed by a lady named uh, Chloe Zhao, and it's it has non-actors. It's about a, a Dakota uh, cowboy, if you will, who has suffered a fall riding a bull in a rodeo, and it's about him trying to reacclimate to life after that. And in real life, this guy, uh, Brady, I believe his name is Jean is a, is a real writer. And there's something about this movie. It is so unbelievably beautiful. It's naturalistic. And it's really a story about people trying to come to terms with, they have one thing in their life that they believe they are called to do and made to do. And what do you do if that is taken away at a young age? 
and it's beautiful and heartbreaking and hopeful. Uh, and I love this movie. And if I had more time to think about it, this may creep up on my list even higher. Hmm. Uh, but as of as today, it's it's number three. And I, I highly recommend that you see it. It's, you can uh, rent it on Vudu. It's on Amazon um, Prime, I think. Is it on Amazon Prime? I'm, okay. I'm pretty sure. So, yeah. uh, you should definitely see this movie. It is it's really wonderful. So I. I uh... Uh, that's awesome that you loved it so much. I, I I couldn't get into it. People really oh. love that movie a lot. Everybody loves that movie. I don't know what I don't know what it was. I was excited oh. to see it because of the way people rave about it, but I just couldn't. Uh, it was very good, very well made. Um, but I don't I don't know. It just didn't connect. Yeah, with me. I love it. It's currently at a ninety seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and one of the film critics that I respect a lot, Michael Phillips from the Chicago Tribune, it's his number one film of the year, and he wrote a really good piece about it. But uh, yeah, I suggest see the writer if, if you can Chris you won't like this movie don't you should probably shouldn't check it out but all right top two time Tyler what is your number two my number two is a star is born and it was I just I can't hold back on my love for this movie every I, I've listened to the soundtrack countless times uh, despite the fact that that I can't I cannot stand Lady Gaga in just about any other context uh, I really, I, and maybe that's why I appreciate it. Like I, I went into it going, all right, fine. Bradley Cooper's great. The music's going to be good. I'll tolerate Lady Gaga, and she does a she does a fantastic job. Um, but it's it's really an excellent film. Mm. Yeah, good. it pisses me off. Yeah, what has happened to A Star Is Born with as it pertains to awards? I just cannot understand yeah. it. At I have all. a lot of thoughts that we'll share cannot, in a later episode. Cannot understand it. All right, Stars Born number two. All right, Chris, number two. So there are two films we know that beat out Ready Player One, so mm-hmm. I, I'm very interested to see what this is. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is my number two. Uh, that movie, just like you, Chad, I think I seek out wonderful moments in cinema to share with my children now that I'm a dad. And, um, man, this movie, my two girls had a blast spider Gwen. They immediately connected to and loved. And of course the idea of Spider-Man, just all this, it just, it is a really unique film. Nothing ever like that. I think Pixar kind of decided on a look and everybody's copied that for so many years that now something different pops up. I have a feeling we're going to be getting Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse clones um, from this point moving forward just because people are going to try and uh, replicate that style. And it is a wonderful style. So just for uh, the artistry alone, it deserves praise. But then the storytelling, the characters, and the message is, I mean, it knocks it out of the park, guys. It is a wonderful, not just animated movie, but a wonderful film. I think by far, by far, the best Marvel film this year. Um, so anyway, and the best Spider-Man. Spider-Man film, I think just, Oh as a yeah. Whole. yeah. No, it, there's no doubt. I, I, I've, of the 95 that there are. Yeah. I, it, it is close to being my favorite Marvel film period. Um, yeah. it is, it is, it's, it's fantastic. It really it's is. It's freaking fantastic. That's a great way yeah. to put it and, about Pixar's Pixar's look. Yeah. yeah. It, yeah. It, it, no. it feels totally fresh. It feels totally new. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That, that's all we've been getting for so long is, people trying to replicate what Pixar did. And they did and a great now, thing. It looks great. But it's great. Yeah, yeah. But Spider-Man is just, yeah, it's a whole new level. If, 
Incredibles 2 wins the Oscar over Spider-Man, oh, I man. am going to lose my mind. Yeah. It's, I'm really it's nervous. It's just not even it's not close. Even, yeah. Yeah, it's not just even, not yeah. even close. And they're both superhero think, movies. That's what's wild about it. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, it definitely deserves that. It deserves... I for my my I mean it could be nominated for best picture you know what I mean like obviously Listen, it's not but I it's think better it's better than Green Book it's better mm-hmm. than Bohemian Rhapsody mm-hmm. I mean there's several it's better in than there Black it, Panther it's better it, than I it mean is. it's better than it's a great it is yes. Daniel but, but it is yeah, I'd Daniel. be down for best picture nomination it's yeah. better than Black Panther as a movie it is oh my all gosh. right I'll see one of those movies that you guys just mentioned <laughs> <sometime>. <laughs> all right Daniel what is your number two. Number two is it's Black Klansman. I I absolutely love this movie. I really struggled between my one number one and number two because I think yep. they're both fantastic, fantastic films. Uh, Black Klansman is another movie that I've watched three times, actually. Um, and every single time I've watched it, it, it has affected me the same way. I think it is so funny and so impactful that it's just inherently entertaining uh take away even you know the the message uh, and the timing of it being in 2018 and all that just just the story itself is inherently really entertaining and then you add on how you can compare it to 2018 is just um it's just so good it's so good yeah. so well timed so um yeah i think it is absolutely incredible and and uh i really do think everybody should watch this movie right now i think it would uh, i think it's good for sure. All right, Josh, number two. All right, so my top two are based um, entirely on entertainment value rather than artistic merit, although number one does have that as well. Um, my number two, I and I just, I don't care who knows it, my number two is Deadpool 2. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is it amazing. Was, <laughs> I, Josh has I was two not superhero movies in his I top was ten. not expecting to laugh at Deadpool 2 as much as I did. It's a sequel. It's not it's not supposed to be as good, but it was it was entertaining. I enjoyed yeah. it. It's great. Yeah, it was. Josh, Josh laughing. I want to see this. I think <laughs> I One day. We used to go to movies, Chad. We used that is to. True. We saw Aragon together, and it was. Oh, I'm so sorry. Are it you guys okay? Not, that was actually tears. There was no laughing. <laughs> tears of rage. Oh Aragon man, that's a, a Deadpool too. That's great. That's unexpected. Nice. Good for you, Josh. That is unexpected. All right, my number two has already been listed today, and it is one that uh, was in the running for me for number one, and that's First Man. That movie is magnificent, it and is. I don't care who knows it, and I don't understand it. I think people will look back on this film 20 years from now and call it a masterpiece. Yes, I, it, it is. is. From a craft standpoint, it is freaking breathtaking 10 times. There are sequences in there that you cannot, you feel claustrophobic, you are terrified, you're exhilarated. The performances are magnificent. The look of the film is magnificent. It's just it's unbelievably good. Yes. It's unbelievably good. And the fact that it is, I mean, again, not, this isn't our Academy Awards show that we'll follow up on, but it's just going to be a vomit fest of anger of all the movies and all the nominations that didn't get recognition that they should have. And this is one of them above the line. This film is spectacular and very close to being my number one. I loved it with all my heart. Loved it. Absolutely. So spectacular. First man. All right, here we go, boys. Number one. Number one film of 2018. Tyler, what you got? Guys, it's eighth grade. It, I just, 
my the, my love for this movie just knows no bounds. I'm a, I'm an eighth grade teacher, so it it honestly felt like it could have been of any of my kids. I know her. It feels like it, the um, the awkwardness, like we mentioned before, the awkwardness is so palpable. You can feel it in every um, in every frame of the movie. And and what's so unique about it too is that she I don't think and I I, I need to watch it again for I think it would be the third time, but. Uh, but looking for, I, I don't think that that camera is ever off her. I think she's in. It feels like every frame of the movie almost, and and I think it's 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 so telling of of the gener of, of this generation of kids who are glued to their phones or glued to social media. But at the same time, she's not judged for it. It just is a fact of of her life and and how she interacts with the world. Um, and and this this the reason especially that this is number one. This is the first and only movie I have ever cried in. I that's sad. It. You cold hearted. I, I know. Wow. I I I don't even think Josh can say that. That's I, know. I know. I really yeah. can't. I know. I'm wow. I'm at least a little bit dead inside, but something something. Yeah, you need to speak to a therapist. <laughs> at least yeah. a little bit dead. <laughs> I've cried I in like five cry, movies that I mentioned. I, I cry at like movies, freaking but... commercials. <laughs> yep. Golly. Well, I, yeah, I cried in, the, in, the, in an episode of The Good Doctor this afternoon <laughs> that I watched with my wife. Yep. Okay. We'll follow All up right. on this. We'll follow up on this later. We'll have a. Eighth grade, eighth grade. So that's that's <laughs> that's some love. Daniel, uh, what did you do to Tyler when you guys were kids? Did, hey, there, he's, was he's the trauma? older one. He's the older. No, one, I know, so. but I mean, you I must know. have done. Oh, man. Mm. That takes us to Chris. Chris, what is good enough to best Ready Player One and Spider Man? Mission Impossible Fallout. <laughs> of course, the yeah, greatest. No. Should have known. <laughs> this movie was so wonderful. <laughs> of course, it is. It, oh man! Oh Chris man! Walks through his house I doing the fist no... in the trailer with the cuffs. So dumb. <laughs> that Henry Cavill moment? Are you kidding right? me? Uh, Come on, well, Superman! No, that one's, yeah, that's on point. Bring your I'm, beard I over here, you. Superman! Come on! <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, guys, this movie. Oh, it is the best action movie. It is so. It hits all those wonderful. It hits boxes. all those Chris buttons, all of them. <laughs> so dumb. That's the greatest movie of all time. There, there I said it. We're done. Close up the shop. No more podcast. It's over. No more movies. There's no more hope for the rest of cinema. <laughs> Oh man, oh, of man. course. How did I not see that coming? Goodness gracious. You saw right. that coming. Don't lie. You saw that coming. No, I didn't. I <laughs> I did it. I should have. What? Okay. Okay. Oh man, that movie that movie is brilliant. Mm. It is. It's true. Mm. That's a fact. It's excellent. It's not a fact. It does have the that fight scene is maybe one of the best ever, but the greatest. that movie is yes, not brilliant. So but whatever. Potato potato. All right, Daniel. <laughs> that takes us to number one for you. What is it gonna be? I think I was I was scrolling back and and trying to count. I think I cried in. I think I cried in <laughs> six of my top ten alone. <laughs> it so, doesn't mean no, I, have, I don't he, have the feelings. It's just list. that like my eyes don't. No, I think leak, it means you don't have the feelings. Yeah, I, yeah. That's so that's it's, not, it's not it's not all how Tyler. It's not all how it's it's not yeah. Uh, We're allowed so, to be in touch with our emotions, though, yeah. right? Men can cry, Tyler. Uh, I I know. Apparently, I cry at little girls on a uh, in a show. I don't go. I don't. I don't know. 
I, I don't know about that. But. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not going to touch that <laughs> so, one. Uh, so back to this, we yeah. need therapy. Sorry. So anyway, uh, so another movie that I cried in is my number one pick, and uh, that is A Star Is Born. I I so absolutely wow. love A Star Is Born. The movie just feels so alive. Uh, the music is phenomenal. Uh, when we recorded it, uh, our review of it, I, I kind of bashed on the music a little bit. I, I was crazy. I don't know what I was thinking about. The music's great. Uh, the I think b- my wife tweeted you about how wrong you were about and, and that she's song. She's right. She was, I'm sorry, Laura. Um, <laughs> Uh, Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga give the two best performances of the year, hands down for me. Uh, I think they're just both. Lady Gaga is a revelation. I think she is phenomenal. Um, the movie's heartbreaking and romantic and um, energetic. It's 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 just phenomenal. It's just a really really phenomenal movie all around. Loved it. And you know there Star could be ninety nine people in the room. Yeah. You know, and only and one. It, all it takes is one person to believe in you. Yep. And, and, that and we Bradley saw that Cooper. on that screen. Yeah. Bradley Cooper, I want to save you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'll have you know, uh, Tyler and I have the same top four, different order. But uh, Oh, do we? I didn't. I was yeah, not keeping yeah. track. Nice. So just for what it's Except worth. Except you were emotionally moved Daniel by those and Tyler did. Yeah, I didn't. cried in all four of those movies. <laughs> so that's not a joke. Good pick, good pick. Uh, I know we're going to definitely talk about A Star is Born in our Oscar episode Yes. as far as the lack of recognition that, I, that is Lots deserved. Lots to say. But yeah, yeah. My number one... Um, Chad. To, oh, <laughs> Josh, you're alive. I keep forgetting. So, I mean, I'll go after you. I don't care. Josh. I don't care. I'm just saying. Josh. Hey, Josh, what's hey. your number one movie of 2018? <laughs> <laughs> my, no- <laughs> my number one movie was also my biggest pleasant surprise of the year um i well i was expecting or i was hoping to like this movie i was not expecting to enjoy it as much as i did and that is sorry to bother you which mm. was in fact the hardest i've laughed in a theater i think ever wow I, Deadpool wow. 2 is actually is up there, but this this had a couple scenes that just come out of nowhere and hit exactly right. And it also it it's a movie that has something to say too. It's one of the rare movies that is both hilarious and has a powerful message. And I loved it and everyone should watch it. Wow. It's yeah. it's a movie it's not for everyone. It's very weird, but it, yeah. it's good. Oh, it's I mean it's for everyone. If it's not for you, <laughs> you need to watch it for different reasons. Oh, if it's not Josh, for you, you're no please. one. <laughs> I think the problem I had with Sorry to Bother You is that it doesn't have one thing to say. It has one thousand yeah. things to say. Well, okay. And it has it's so good, all good much things. to say. It right, right. It's yeah. not about it's not the uh, the substance of the message. It's just so thick with yeah. so many different things that it gets a little and then where it goes at the end nah, it kind of works but I'm glad that you liked sorry to bother you that's uh a lot of oh I want to watch it again now yeah yeah that's good well my number one is a movie that hit my list fairly early and I thought for sure something would pass it and every time I, th- I started to put something above it I realized that I just absolutely could not and I am in 100% agreement with Daniel. It is a yes. star is born. Yes. And I cannot 
fathom the people that are going to win awards mm-hmm. in categories where people the fact that Bradley Cooper is not nominated for director is, is a crime the fact that Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga are not going to win Oscars for their performances is a crime yes this movie is maybe the most beautiful movie from a cinematography standpoint I saw all year the first hour and 20 minutes of this movie are perfect yep. full stop absolutely perfect on its way to being in my top five of all time. And I don't, I don't love the last 30 or 40 minutes, but it's still very solid. It's still heartbreaking in all the best ways. The music is magnificent. Mm -hmm. And this movie is phenomenal. And I, I, I just can't understand whether it it just came out early and people just thought it was too, you know, too Hollywood or they just got tired of it or whatever it is. Um, somebody put a curse on the movie and somebody it, uh, did something really but, but for me I was not moved in the theater more this entire year than A Star is Born I mean Sam Elliott mm-hmm. are you yeah. kidding oh. me he has one scene that is that one I mean he has many right? scenes but he has one scene that it's just unbelievably next level as far as his acting just with a look so anyway I love A Star is Born it's my number one and if you haven't seen it you really should. You really should go. See Chad, it. this may be the first time since I've known you that you and I have agreed on the, our favorite movies of the year. This is a beautiful moment, yeah, man. Except though, yeah, it is. Except though, in your heart, the Florida Project was number one last year. You just wouldn't let yourself give over to it because you have such a love for Lady Bird, <laughs> which is fine, whatever. But you know, in your heart, the right choice is the Florida Project. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna disagree with you, but I'm. I'm not gonna concede that you're right. Okay. All right, guys, that's some good movies. Let's really quick, let's go around, let's talk about briefly uh, honorable mentions. We can just rattle them off real quick. Tyler, you have any honorable mentions? We've heard from a few of them. Yeah, First Man was my number 11. Hereditary was number 12. That was in my top 10 for a long time this year uh, because that came out of nowhere. Yeah, you were never really here. Tully, Tully was a fantastic movie that that, that also um, I didn't expect. Widow's Creed 2, yeah. Yeah. Um. All good. The one that I really wanted to be higher and um than it was was Mary Queen of Scots. I re- I loved that movie. I recognize its flaws, but I loved it. Okay, Chris. Uh, yeah. I mean, American Animals. I wish I would have thought of that one. It may have yes. made my top ten. It was um really that was a really interesting, well made film. And I really wanted to put it on my list, but I I was told it's not actually a film. Um, but that would be Netflix's Wild Wild Country. It was probably my favorite cinematic experience <laughs> you were told hey, hey, if we home. can if we can put that one on there wild wild country list. is spectacular it's great so, were anyway, you I told want, it I, wasn't a film by the fact that it's just clearly not a film <laughs> <laughs> hey you know what <laughs> what is curious told it wasn't a film. he tried to not listen to it what is a film <laughs> okay. I, I think i That's think it's fair. spectacular so anyway there we it's go great. those are my few excellent excellent daniel uh, most of mine have already been talked about. First Man, Leave No Trace, The Favorite, If Beale Street Could Talk, all amazing movies. One that hasn't been talked about yet is Netflix's <sighs> Private Life. Man, that movie is so impactful uh, about a it. couple struggling with infertility. It is uh, heartbreaking, and but kind of, it's still kind of funny uh, in kind of dark ways, but it's really, really phenomenal. So it's on Netflix. You should all watch it. Yep, and Josh... Uh, you kept saying earlier that part of your reason that some of the movies made your list at the bottom was because you're 11 and 12. You just couldn't stomach them being on the list. So 
What were your honorable mentions at 11 and 12? Man, you remember what I said two hours ago. I'm like, <laughs> I'm touched. I'm honored, Chad. I love you, Josh. Um, my 11 and 12 were, if I have to say it, were Game Night and Ocean's 8. <laughs> oh, Game yeah, Night Game Night great. would have been on my, yeah, that's a, that's a great movie. You're what? It's a great movie. Game night was spectacular. It was really it's well great. done. Go home, Chris. You're drunk. No, it's really funny. No, it's really funny. No. Uh, Ocean's good. Eight. You're right. You should. You're right about that. You're right about that. Ocean's Eight was yeah. All right. Honorable mentions no. for me were Tully for sure. I yeah. love Tully. Oh, I think good. that movie's fantastic. I honestly feel like if that had been released in November, then we might be yeah. talking about a nomination for uh, Charlie Theron yeah. for yep. her performance. Eighth Grade was honorable mention for me. I uh, didn't love it as much as I wanted to. I, before I saw it, I was very much like you. I thought uh, this is going to be number one but and i liked it a lot but didn't love it uh shoplifters is a movie that's phenomenal and then overlord i I love (laughs) overlord i don't know what it is about that movie but i freaking love it man it's great chris you will love it have you seen that's the movie you were telling me i should see no i haven't seen it because go see it it's not out out it just came out like Today or yesterday? Yeah, or oh, I'm not man. gonna. I'm not gonna buy it. I'm gonna wait for it to rent. I think it's the end of this month. But and isn't I will, it it's like great. a 90 on Rotten Tomatoes? It came out of nowhere. Yes. As I yes. thought it was gonna be garbage. I mean, and I haven't it seen a, it. So right, it was the follow up to you know the Cloverfield Paradox, and so everybody was thinking it was gonna be this Cloverfield universe movie, which it isn't. But oh, it's not. Oh, I I thought it was. Okay. No, it's a, no, it's not. Alert. And the, no, it's not a spoiler alert. They they were announced it beforehand, but it's not. But it is so good. It's excellent. It's, and that's the World War II excellent. one, right? World War, World War II. II-ish, yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's absolutely great. So, guys, it was a great year in cinema. Those are some good movies. Hopefully, we give. Hopefully, we gave you something to uh, see. If you haven't seen those, make sure that you do. But we've got a few more categories. Daniel, why don't you take us through those? Yes. So, a few random questions that we kind of ask every year. Some different categories of movies uh, that we want to either recommend or maybe not recommend. Uh, so, first up, I want to hear everybody's most disappointing film of the year. Not necessarily. The worst of the year, just the one that maybe maybe you had higher expectations or whatever it may be. Your most disappointing film of the year. So, Tyler, what's your pick? Hotel Artemis. It should have mm. been John Wick meets The Purge, and it was just garbage. Okay, I never saw it. Wait a second. It should be garbage meets garbage, and it's just garbage? <laughs> hey. Hey. I think uh, I hit the Wick. mark. How dare you? First of all, Chris loves He's John Wick, so wrong. I'd be careful. Yeah, I actually rented Hotel Artemis for 99 cents last week, and I haven't not, watched it yet. So you're telling me it's not even worth a dollar? Cents. It's terrible. Oh, shoot. Wow. Okay. Wow. Uh, all right, Chris, <coughs> your pick. Most disappointing movie of the year? Avengers Infinity War. What? 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 That I'm movie confused. is hot garbage. <laughs> Wait, is this a joke? No, <laughs> we're talking no, most. Biggest Wait, so disappointment. this made Josh's. I'm confused. This made no one Josh's can see Chad's face right now. My head is exploding. <laughs> I'm so confused. You're trolling us, Chris. This is you're totally trolling. I'm so no, confused. No, no, no. It wasn't. It wasn't a great movie. Here, here, here it is. Here it is. I agree. Um, it was my most. It was disappointing because I felt like it was leading up to something that could have been really great, and as it turns out, I mean, I said talk garbage. I was kind of joking when i said that but it is definitely disappointing it is not a movie it is a sequence of scenes just kind of put together and that's i don't know i just it's not doesn't add up to anything interesting so for me 
I, I hard is, pass on it. Is it your your the worst movie of the year or just most disappointing? No, you said most. No, disappointing. no, I know. I just was asking if it like it. It's the movie that I walked into thinking, you know what, this is going to be probably going to be pretty great, and I walked out thinking, wow, really? It's just the the way that this movie ends. No one, no one walking out of that movie thinks that that's the like the end that there's any. It's just a, a, a stupid place to end the story when you're doing comic books because you're waiting a year to know that all these people are coming back to life. Hmm. Especially spoiler. when you know that there are... Yes, yeah, spoiler. Because there's already a freaking Spider-Man, Spider-Man Far From Home trailer. And there's already... You know, it's just... in this, in this, this, It's the dumbest way to end a movie. It's... I don't know. It, wow. it just is super disappointing. It's just super disappointing. Never underestimate the power of the internet to uh, believe things. If you look at Twitter and Facebook right after that movie came out, it is loaded with people losing their minds over yeah. everybody dying. But that doesn't just doesn't make any sense yeah, to me. I, I know. I hey, I get the number it. of my own of my students that I've I've like had to reassure. They're like, oh, I just didn't. Get it. I was like, guys, they've already announced there's a second. One. Like, it's fine. Like, they've we're, all we're signed all right. multi-million dollar yeah. contracts. Star yeah, Lord will be back. Yeah, Peter Parker will be back. Yeah. Doctor Strange will be, it's just that it's just ridiculous. Wow. Anyway, wow. that's that a was shock. So unexpected. That's a shock. That's a wow. shock. Wow. All right. Here to Josh. Uh you, what is your most disappointing film of the year? My most disappointing movie if I hadn't spoiled it already is Ocean's 8, which I wanted to like but which was just awful. Hmm. Just just nothing, nothing in that movie. Big fat nothing yeah. burger, I agree. Yeah. Uh fine. good pick. Yeah. Uh Chad, your pick most disappointing. My most disappointing was A Wrinkle in Time. Hmm. I yeah, uh, love I love the source hmm. material and I love the director and I thought the combination of these two things with uh, Ava DuVernay getting a, a massive budget and a Disney property was going to just be a home run and it just wasn't that good. It was. Yep. It's not a bad movie, but it's fairly close to being a bad movie. So. Yep. Yeah, uh, the flying piece of kale didn't knock it into bad movie for you. <laughs> right. It was just, yeah, it's just, I, I'll never watch it again. It was just yeah. no good. I have no yeah. desire to share it with my son. It's just no good. Yeah. So you didn't see it with, with your son? No, no, I, 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 no, I did not. My girls loved that movie. Hmm. But, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Did that me, impact was... your love for it, Chris? Like, did, did that make you like it anymore? Yeah, well, of course. I mean, I enjoyed the experience. It didn't make it into my top 10 and I yeah. I would not consider it to be something one of the best movies of the year, but um I wouldn't say that it was it was bad. I just think it was it's a good kids movie. It was trying it, really hard to be bad. Have you guys seen The Kid Who Would Be King? Not yet. Not yet. Oh man, guys. When I went I to go see, see if Bill Street could talk, they started playing that movie and we were like <laughs> What in the heck is this? <laughs> not what I signed up for. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Like, this is drastically different. <laughs> yeah, no, I really want to see it. I loved his the director's first film, and so yeah, I, I definitely want to Attack see it. Attack the Block. Yeah, no, yeah. this one this one's not like that, but it is very good. It's nice. very good. Yeah. Oh. Uh, so my pick for the most disappointing movie, I had actually forgotten about Ocean's Eight, uh, as one would. Um, and so that's actually a better pick than I than I had originally. So that is my most disappointing movie of the year. I, I initially wrote down th- that I didn't really have a good answer for this. Um, my, my pick was Hold the Dark, Jeremy Solonier's film, uh, Netflix film, um, which is a f- it's a f- 
fine film, but it was just disappointing because it wasn't nearly uh, what I think it should have been. Uh, but I think Ocean's 8 is a better answer, so I'm, I'm going to steal that one. It is. I like You're Hold welcome the Dark. to have it. Hold the Dark, Hold the Dark is fine. It's, I liked it. It's fine, um, but it's just confusing and weird, so it's, it's fine. All right, we're yeah. going to move on to our next category here, which is our biggest surprise. A lot of us have kind of referenced our biggest surprises already, but we're going to go through it anyway. Uh, Tyler, what is your biggest surprise of 2018? Mandy. It is the weirdest, loudest, most gonzo, strange, trippiest movie I've ever seen in my life. Um, and, and I loved it. I, I, it's so strange and it's Nicholas Cage. There's, there's a moment where he chugs a bottle of vodka in his tidy whities. Uh, yeah, that does. doesn't make you want to watch the movie, yeah. <laughs> but like it just, everything Sold. about it is <laughs> every, everything about that movie is just uh, at 11 and it's, it's wonderfully crazy. Interesting. I thought, uh, but I'll move on for now. Chris, biggest surprise of 2018. Yeah, I already mentioned it. And I won't say much more, but a simple favor definitely, definitely did that for me. I was not expecting anything interesting and uh, came away surprised. <laughs> that was not me for the record. That wasn't me. That was Chad. So there you go. I'm <clears throat> going to move past that to Josh. What is your biggest surprise of 2018? Yeah, like, like I said, my biggest surprise was my number one. Sorry to bother you. Nice. Hoping it was going to be good, it was even better. Nice, and everything that came with it. That's great. Uh, All right, Chad, biggest surprise. My biggest surprise, Overlord, was my honorable mention. So that's that's not it. But my biggest surprise was how much I loved a hundred percent fresh, the Adam Sandler stand up special on Netflix. Huh. Uh, It. What is a film? It absolutely. (laughs) It's a movie. It's a. It's. I mean, you know, it's a. It's a comedy thing but whatever it reminds you of why adam sandler became a star Uh, it's legitimately funny and it's extremely creative in the way that it cuts the scenes together it's not just him talking the whole time in front of a crowd they essentially show him from when he's first writing the songs and learning their routines all the way through practicing them and then showing him like working out the jokes at the small places all the way up to the big places and the most surprising thing about it is at the end, it is very touching and heartwarming. So I recommend this highly to, hmm. to anybody who likes Adam Sandler. That was my, I, I had no, it's been so long since I've liked anything with Adam Sandler. I just, you know, somebody mentioned I should see it and it was a true surprise. It's really wow. great. Interesting. It sounds like you're it. describing funny people, but yeah, yeah, I like it. Yeah, it's great. Hmm. Awesome. Uh, so for me, I, I think my true biggest surprise was American Animals, but since I already talked about that in my top 10, I picked a different film. Uh, and so I think that the other biggest surprise of the year for me was Blockers. I love so Blockers so much. I think it's easily one of the best comedies of the year. It looked so dumb. I, it looked like a film that I would have no interest in at all. And I came away, I, I couldn't stop thinking about that movie for weeks. I think it's hilarious and sweet, very, very sweet, and just a really, really great teen comedy. Uh, so, yeah, I, I highly recommend Blockers. So funny. Uh, all right, so for the next thing, uh, one we do every year, a movie that, uh, that I liked that critics didn't. All right, so or, or you know, however you want to define that, but uh, kind of a movie that you liked that generally didn't wasn't well received. All right, so Tyler, uh, what's your pick? 
I had a hard time with this one, um, and I know what this is about to do to my reputation here on uh, on the screeners. Too late, you heartless person, you. <laughs> uh, skyscraper. I Oof. loved Skyscraper. Ooh, that's mine too. <laughs> I oh, of down. course Thank it you. is. Yes. Oh, I loved man. it. I love Skyscraper. I, I, For this I kind of insight, people, it. please tune into the Next Trek podcast. <laughs> yeah, really. Where's your San Andreas bumper, Chad? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, got I don't know if I years for San Andreas. Yeah, you did. And that's why I'm yeah. well aware of what I what I'm doing. I don't know if I'd say I loved it, but I oh, I did quite enjoy it. It was it was a lot. It was a lot of terrible, but I loved it. Good for you guys. All right. Uh, Josh, a movie that you liked that critics didn't. I, I Are there any on my top 12 list that critics didn't like? I don't I don't know. Probably I, don't, I honestly Ocean's don't have eight. anything for this. I tried to find one that critics didn't like, and I got nothing. Yeah, no, you, you, you picked some good ones if you're going to watch Infinity well. War, maybe? I, I, but I no, didn't like it, so that's out too. All right. Uh, Chad, what's your pick? Yeah, this was very difficult for me because I couldn't really find anything that I liked that uh, that critics didn't. The closest I could get was. I don't know what's anything. I don't understand. Well, my tastes, Chris just lost are so refined. <laughs> For, for everybody it was listening, difficult. it's, it's it one forty-two in the morning for, it for was, Chris. So it was so difficult to find a yes. movie. <laughs> Artie Fluff was was in full effect. Um, <laughs> the closest I could get was uh, a Star Wars store solo was like in the sixties, and I loved Solo. I thought it was fantastic. I also, I guess, technically, Rampage. I didn't like Rampage, but I could deal with it, and that that wasn't very well, well received. So it'd probably be those two. That's as I close as I could deal with it. High I praise. Wow, I didn't have a great answer for this one either. Uh, so the closest I was looking at Rotten Tomatoes, the closest one I could pick is a movie that has a sixty nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So it's like barely fresh, I guess. Uh, but I really, really liked it a lot, and that's Beautiful Boy uh, with Steve Carell, mm-hmm. Timothy Chalamet. I think that is a really, really good movie. It, it there were a couple things here or there that I didn't I didn't like so much, but overall I liked it a lot more than other people seemed to. Um, yep. So so there's there's my pick. All right, so uh, next we're gonna do kind of the opposite. So a movie that critics liked, but I didn't. All right, uh, Tyler, what do you think? I this was the one I had the hardest time with. Um, I I spent a lot of time looking on Rotten Tomatoes. I think I ultimately came up with Apostle. Um, I really. It was such a disappointment. I I hated it. It was boring, through and through. I concur. Uh, Chris, is that like that Robert Redford movie from twenty years ago? Oh yeah, that one. Yep. <laughs> what? Robert, Robert Duvall. Duvall. Robert Duvall. Yeah. yeah, I knew I was getting that wrong. <laughs> That's the Apostle, and that movie is magnificent. It is. Uh, Chris, what's it was. Your pick? Oh, sorry, it was seventy-two on my list. Above it was the Christmas Chronicles. Oh yikes! Yep. It was Oof. 72 on my list, he says. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> Chris, a movie that critics liked, but you didn't. Uh, I'm going to just use it again. That's Infinite, uh, Avengers Infinity War. Hmm. I, I don't I don't get the critical praise for that movie. Wow. I'm still so surprised by that. That is mind-blowing. Uh, okay, and Josh. That's a valid pick. I can use that. I go with Chris. I've, I I second Chris's motion. <laughs> there we go. Done. 
All right, even though it was number 10 in your list. Uh, all right. Number 10 <laughs> out of 12. <laughs> uh, Chad, movie critics like, but you didn't. I had two, and this, these were both easy picks. Number one, Ant Man and the Wasp. I hate mm. that movie. You hate it. And, wow. and Creed. Wow. I don't. Really? I don't hate it. That's probably that's probably unfair. It's just not very funny. It's not very good. It's not very exciting. It's got a couple of cool sequences. It's the second it, best Marvel movie released. It's this. not good. Uh, nearly as good as the first one. So it is. You got yeah. Spider Man into the Spider Verse, and then you got Ant Man. No, no, and, Avengers. And Black Panther is just nowhere in there. It's, yeah. Is fine. No. Black Panther's fine. Wow. Black wow. Panther's fine. Black Panther would be the second best Marvel movie this year behind Spider Verse. But uh, the other one is not. This one's a little tricky for me because it's not that I didn't l- that I think it's a bad movie and I don't like it. I just don't think it's as good as most people do, uh, and that's Roma. Hmm. Uh, I, I think it's. I get what it's trying to do, and I appreciate it. Uh, I think the craft distracts a lot from uh, what he's trying to say. So Roma for me uh, is that one. Uh, yeah, I, I'm i kind of, that wasn't my pick, but uh, I, I'm kind of with you, Chad. I, I really liked Roma a lot. I think it's yeah. a really good movie. Um, but yeah, you know, people are saying it's masterpiece and um, it's like, it's looking likely that it wins best picture. That might change, uh. but yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, I don't quite, I don't quite agree with that, but uh, but it's a good movie. Uh, so yeah, so that's not my pick. Uh, for me, movie that critics liked that I didn't. My first, my initial, as I was thinking through my list, my first response was going to be a Quiet Place, uh, which made three of your lists. Um, but I really did like that film quite a bit, so I didn't feel like that that counted. Um, I just didn't like it as much as everybody else did. Uh, so probably more accurate answer is Mandy. Sitting at a, a very respectable ninety-one percent on Rotten Tomatoes, that movie is it, weird. It's freaking bizarre, man. That is so weird. Um, I that is far too weird for me. It what is, is this movie about? I have not heard of. I this wish movie. I, I don't know theaters. what it's about, Josh. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's it's if John Wick was in, in, in LSD in Hellraiser. Maybe in Hellraiser. I am intrigued. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Tell me more. It's, <laughs> it's got beautiful cinematography, and that's the it's only gorgeous. good thing I can say about it. It is so freaking weird. It's so weird that if I, just, I can ever I, see I, it in the theaters, I will. I I did I, not like it. It's it's number you you listed where some other movie landed for you. It's one hundred and thirty fourth on my list <laughs> out of one hundred and forty seven. It's okay. twenty eight for me. <laughs> God, it was so weird. I ha- I did not enjoy it at all. Not it not a, even a little. All right. Uh, on that note, let's uh, let's move on to our final category of the night: the worst movie of the year. We want to end things really terribly for you. So uh, so Tyler. What is the worst film of 2018? The Titan. Netflix's Sam Worthington venture, The Ooh. Titan. I don't even know what Ooh. this is. Yeah, so our dad made us watch it uh, this summer, and because, uh, I don't know, it was awful. I, I like So I, I reviewed it, and I, I think I was halfway through when I gave it a one star, so maybe that's just not fair of me. But I said, wow, period, this is bad, period, and then nothing else. That's the extent of my hmm. glowing review. Wow. All right. Garbage, garbage is kind. For um, it. Like, oh. Okay, Chris, is it Infinity War? The worst movie of this year, nay, I don't know how long, 
is Jurassic World mm. Fallen Garbage. Right. Wow, yeah. Hot garbage. Yeah, right. But that it doesn't qualify as your biggest disappointment. No, no. Because, you didn't, I you mean, didn't expect it. Yeah, I mean, it looked ridiculous. I was yeah. hoping it may do something. But this, that movie is beyond disappointing. It is, I, I, I don't talk about it often because I get so angry. Yep. It is one of the worst <laughs> Cinematic. I I walked out and I was shaken, <laughs> like just emotionally to my core. <laughs> Physically, I was sick. Yeah, and it's it genuinely. I th- I think it's one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Period. And it's that horrible. is, and Jurassic Park is my favorite movie of all time. So it is just, man. I hate that. It's movie. the worst. It's the I worst. I hate it. I hate it. Uh, Chad, what is the worst movie of the year for you? It's not that, but it's super close. And I talked about this on an earlier podcast. It's Action Point. Mm. That oh, yeah. is le- that is <laughs> legitimately the worst movie made in 2018. <laughs> is that even a movie? I don't it's, even know that. That's not the, a film. It sounds like a Steven Seagal movie. No, it's the Jackass movie about the park. Oh, that's yeah. a tr- based on a true park that was built, and it was all the Wild Wild West. And they take everything good about jackass movies, which are all the great stunts and all the people pranking each other, and they strip it away to try and tell a story, and they all act. It's the worst. You need to see it. It's the worst. Like, (laughs) Jurassic World makes me angry. This movie makes me sad. It's the worst. (laughs) It's the worst. Yeah, I can't. It's not funny. It's nothing funny. Maybe one laugh. It's got to be better than Jurassic World if you're telling people to see it. I wouldn't even, I would not wish it on my worst enemy to see uh, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Yeah. That movie. Oh, Chris. It's terrible. It touches me. Uh, So I skipped Josh, but uh, I think we already know his answer is Ocean's 8. Thank you. Yes. All right. There we (laughs) go. Uh, So uh, my pick for the worst movie of the year, I. I genuinely believe this is one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my whole entire life. I think it is an all-time bad movie, and that is the 1517 to Paris, Clint Eastwood's movie uh, from earlier uh, last year. Uh, Genuinely, there are so many bad movies every year. There are movies that are just bland or boring or dumb or whatever that we just never think about. This is genuinely... This is in the in my bottom three movies that I've ever seen in my whole entire life. I feel I can say with confidence this is just a genuinely horrific movie going experience. It is mind bendingly terrible, um, and uh, it's the type of movie that you guys you should watch it because it it it'll it'll mark you. Uh, for how horrible it is. <laughs> You're listening to the Screeners Podcast. Well, that about wraps up our 2018 recap. Lots of great movies for you to check out and definitely a couple terrible ones as well for you to avoid. Join us next time as we break down the Oscar nominations. Uh, we react to them. We predict them. All of the above. It's going to be a great episode. And so you can also, in the meantime, follow us on social media. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook, search at the Screeners Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, at ScreenersCast. Interact with us. We love to see you there. All right, with that, we will see you next time. And that's a wrap. You've heard what the Screeners had to say. Now you be the critic. Head over to ScreenersPodcast.com and let us know what you think. See you next time.